0: This is A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, a podcast ministry of Somebody Cares America, being a tangible expression of Christ in a hurting world. Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. In light of the recent storms and Somebody Cares' response to those affected areas, our normal host, Doug Stringer, who is the founder and president of Somebody Cares America and Somebody Cares International, has asked me to share an update. So my name is Cassie Smith. If you listen to our podcast, you have heard my voice on a few occasions, doing some intro and outro and just sharing little snippets about what somebody cares is and is doing around the country. And I have the honor of working behind the scenes with Doug as the project and volunteer uh, manager there at somebody cares. And so I'm honored that he would ask me to share an update with you. And I hope today it gives you some practical and spiritual context to the times that we are living in right now. And so here's a little update. Many of you watched as I did as Hurricane Laura made landfall as a Category 4 storm around 1 a.m. Thursday, August 27th. Most of us have not had normal sleeping schedules since March when COVID-19 began to sweep across the globe and we began to see a rise in cases here in America. Because of that, I was up during that 1 a.m. hour, just begin to pray for um, those that were in that affected area where this hurricane was making landfall. It ended up being about 35 miles east of the Texas-Louisiana border, and it has left miles of destruction from the gusting winds and tornadoes. A storm surge of over nine feet was reported early Thursday along the coast of southwest Louisiana. Even while Laura was still in the Gulf, the Somebody Cares Network of relief partners across our country were preparing to deploy. Some were already positioned in outlying areas to move in quickly with emergency assistance as soon as the roads and weather permitted. Doug often says, by planning and strategizing ahead of the storm, we can be prepared to move in with relief as quickly as possible. And that's what we saw. Pastor Bruchette Somebody Cares Jasper Newton County chapter, which is located in southeast Texas, reported to us that numerous trees were down and there was a lot of roof damage. But they have been working tirelessly to clear the trees and the debris for the elderly residents and those that are in need in their community. Because this is not their first disaster response, they were able to be prepared ahead of time, ahead of the storm, to move quickly to assist those that are in the most need. Our Holy Smoke Grill team deployed on Thursday for Lake Charles area with food for hot meals and other supplies. One pastor conveyed to them that there was a mobile home park where 30 out of 70 homes were swept away without a trace. You may be asking, what can we do? And so I want to share with you some immediate needs that we have coming into our offices. Some are specific needs that have been requested. Others are things that we know that this type of disaster is going to need. Um, You may be able to purchase these items and get them sent to the Lake Charles area. You may be able to give a monetary gift so that the Somebody Cares Network can make these purchases. Maybe it's something that you as a church or a business can collectively do, Um, but we want to encourage you, please stick to the list. Within a crisis often becomes another crisis, and it's when people give outside of the actual needs list. And then the people are trying to figure out what to do with discarded clothing, uh, toys with discarded, um, stuffed animals, things that in the height of the moment is things that we as just compassionate people want to do. And we think, man, people need clothes, they need toys, but, um, we want to try to get just the immediate needs to the people so that we are able to be the most effective and we don't form a crisis within a crisis that's what we say around somebody cares so some of the items that have been requested are tarps so that they can put those over the damaged roof until they're able to get those repaired so tarps and a lot of these areas that were hit they're on well water because the power is still been out i don't know when this podcast airs if that is still going to be the case, but as of right now, power is still out in many of these areas. So their water pumps don't work. So they need water to be able to drink, cook, wash clothes, bathe. So they're going to need some water Supply it out in that area. Non-perishable foods. Please do not prepare food unless you're on site and you're part of a cooking kitchen who are preparing the hot meals. To send prepared food is difficult. And also during the season of COVID, we have to be very, very careful. So just no prepared foods. We're asking for non-perishable items. Things that do not have to be refrigerated are always very, very beneficial. Um, Large trash bags and contractor bags have been requested a great thing that you can do with your children, with your community, maybe with your business, your coworkers can get together and put together hygiene kits, that it, toiletry kits. Those are so, so valuable in times like this. These are items that when we are, we're able to give to these homeowners, it relieves the burden of some of those practical needs. They can focus in on the recovery and the rebuilding phase of their home. We're looking for hygiene kits, cleaning kits is another thing, mops, buckets, brooms, cleaning, sprays, towels, those kind of things. Blankets are something that have been requested. I don't know when this podcast airs if that will still be in need. This is for the shelters that, that have set up in place as homeowners are beginning to go back into the community to assess the damage to their homes. Churches are setting up places of shelter and and kind of residential areas until there can be some transitioning houses. Um, So blankets were an immediate need. I would check our list at somebodycares.org to see if that is still on. But blankets, generators, plywood, roofing nails, felt. Maybe you have a connection with contractors in your area or home goods suppliers that could help uh, bring some plywood, roofing nails, felt chainsaws and blades they're asking for 18 inch or larger another thing is five gallon gas cans bug spray is so needed if you live in the texas and louisiana and along the coastline you know bug spray is a huge need so that's what we have on our list and you may be able to get these items um you may want to give a financial donation to cover those costs or maybe you want to give to cover the cost of transporting those donated materials. We also send gift cards to, this, to the residents so that they're able to get whatever practical things they need, like clothing, groceries, gas. You can find this list that I just shared, an updated request on our website at somebodycares.org. We also post updates on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash somebody cares America you'll be able to see um, real-time updates you'll be able to see Facebook lives from our team that's there on the ground Mark Roy Mike Lynch Bob ball are all there with the cooking team um, and they'll be given updates throughout the week so I encourage you to find us on Facebook and um, follow comment let us know that you're watching and praying for our team there and right now would you join me in prayer let's just pause And um, just pray over those that have been affected by Hurricane Laura. Pray for our first responders. You know, days following a hurricane, when the adrenaline is lifted, we've seen things that are just unimaginable. It's those days following that you need the most prayer and care and support. And so we want to pray for those first responders. And we want to pray for the volunteers, those that live in the area and those that are coming in from other cities and states to carry out the response and recovery and to move into the rebuilding phase following this disaster so let's just pray father we come to you just right here in this moment god and we thank you just for for being faithful in the midst of crisis in the midst of chaos we can see god that you have been faithfully speaking over the situation you've been speaking peace be still and and god we thank you for every homeowner That has been affected through the storm and through the, the tornadoes and the winds that this storm brought. God, we pray that your compassion and your peace would just envelop them right now, God. That if they have suffered a loss of life, God, that you would be their comforter and their peace tonight and throughout this week and the days ahead, God, that they the transitions that come during those times of grief and times of loss, I thank you, God, that you are going to be their God of peace in this hour. And God, we pray for those first responders and those that were there on the scene during the hurricane and in the hours following who were there to rescue and to recover. And so, God, we pray for them, the things that they've seen, the things that they heard and experienced. God, that you would be a God of comfort, that you would uh, wrap your arms around them and that you would speak peace over them today. In Jesus' name, God, we pray for the volunteers and all those agencies and organizations that are gonna be working together to help to rebuild the lives there that were affected from Hurricane Laura. God, we pray for them, that you would give them wisdom and strategy that you would bring unity to all those organizations and churches that are working in those communities, that that would be an expression of your love to see churches working hand in hand And loving on their community, that that would be a testimony of your goodness in the times of distress and that that testimony will impact the nations of this earth. God, we lift up these cares to you. God, you are the great and faithful father who cares about everything that concerns us. And we thank you that you bring peace to every situation in Jesus name. Amen. So for many, many years, Somebody Cares has been working within communities, and then we have become a a disaster relief response team, not an agency. This is not our main. Um, outlet of ministry, but because of the partnerships that Doug, the, the people on the team, the network, we've just been able to respond in the midst of crisis. And it has become part of what Somebody Cares is known for and what we do. And in 2005, first with the tsunami and then with hurricanes Katrina and Rita, Doug began to identify that there are four stages of response. There's the rapid response. This is the crisis relief the immediate needs, it's rescuing lives. We move into a regrouping phase, which is where probably on this Monday morning, if you're listening to this podcast following the hurricane, many of the homeowners and the agencies and the responders are going to begin to regroup and begin to strategize. And that's what I prayed a minute ago, that they would come into unity, because it's so important that we communicate. During those times and that um, we're able to assess the needs and meet the needs because we're communicating those not only locally, but regionally and throughout the nation. We're able to send resources because of that communication that happens there on the ground. And then there's the recovery as a third phase. And the fourth being long-term rebuilding efforts. Here in Houston, we are just past the third anniversary from Hurricane Harvey, and we still are marking homes off as they have been completed. Hurricane Harvey was such a widespread disaster that it has taken three years to begin to be able to finally say we're coming into some completion of these homes being rebuilt. But it's so important that we, we know the phases, and the stages of response, and we're able to move from the crisis into the rebuilding efforts. And so we are, we are so grateful to be, uh, Doug says it all the time, small potatoes. <laughs> we're the small potatoes. But but I've seen, as an as outside insider, I've seen how through relationship, we're able to quickly move into the cities and begin to be those connectors and be a bridge from the need. The resource and the resource to the need, and so I'm grateful to be a part of this Somebody Cares Network. And maybe you want to know more about what we do. I encourage you to go to somebodycares.org and just begin to read through the different things that we're a part of prayer initiatives, leadership, awakenings. We have uh, Zoom calls that Doug's been doing, transforming leadership. Um, where he invites friends of his to share some practical we we shared one last week for the podcast episode with Ed Savoso, an amazing amazing zoom call that was ecclesia transforming our communities um, I believe that this is the hour that we live in whether it is through covid19 it is through civil unrest or it is through the natural disasters that we have faced in 2020 God is is not dead. He is alive. He is speaking, and he is he is present, and he is uh, the ever-present help in times of distress and trouble. So I shared some of the practical things that are needed, but I want to share some insight of something that Doug was sharing recently with us as a staff. Today, you may be feeling the overwhelming press that so many of us have felt during this year of uncertainty. And so Doug was sharing with us, and he was sharing a story that is actually found in all three Gospels. It is the story of when the storms were raging and Jesus spoke, peace be still. You can find it in Matthew 8, verses 23 through 27. You can find it in Mark 4:35 through 41 and you can find it in Luke 8:22 through 25 but I'm going to read it from the gospel of Mark. It says this, On that day when the evening had come, he said to them, "Let us cross over to the other side." Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in a boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. You know, as I was reading that, I thought it was so interesting that it wasn't the wind and the waves and the storm that says, the scripture says was beating into the boat, it wasn't that that woke up Jesus, but it was his fearful disciples. And one of the points that Doug brought to our team is he said that when the storms were raging and Jesus says, peace be still, he was not only speaking to the storm, but he was speaking peace to those who were in the boat there with him. And today, Jesus not only speaks peace to our circumstances and to the fear that is surrounding us and peace to the chaos, but he's speaking peace to our hearts, to those that are in the boat with him. You are a faithful believer in Jesus, but at times we, like these disciples, become fearful. These disciples woke him up and said, teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? Don't you care that we're suffering? Don't you care that we're afraid? And Jesus spoke, peace be still, not only to the storm outside of the boat, but to the storms going on the inside of those who were in the boat. Our hope is in the Lord. We prepare practically and we prepare spiritually. You may be overwhelmed in all of those areas. You may be overwhelmed on a practical sense. You may be overwhelmed on a financial sense, on a mental and emotional sense, or on a spiritual sense. Things have not been what we call normal (laughs) in this year. But I would pose this question, is God shaking up our normal? Maybe God wants us to have a new normal. Doug has shared it on many occasions, both on live streams that he does on Facebook, on podcast episodes, um, speaking in person engagements. Um, He has been speaking that God is bringing a reset. This is a, a total reset to our lives, individually and corporately. And so I encourage you right in this moment, not only to speak peace be still to the outside world, but we are saying peace be still to our inside world. In Philippians 4, 7, it says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Today, I want to remind you that God cares for you. And because he lives on the inside of us, when we allow our inside world to be at peace, we are able to stand like Jesus did and declare peace. He says he gives us all authority in heaven and earth, that whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever is bound on earth will be bound in heaven. And because of that authority, we've been given through Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of us. We can stand When those in the boat begin to wake us up (laughs) because we're resting in the storm, those around your world, maybe it's your children, maybe it's your employees, maybe it is the people you go to church with and do life with, maybe they're feeling chaos, maybe they're feeling afraid. You are able to stand up in that moment and to speak peace, be still, not only to the outside, but to the inside, to those that are in the boat with you. We can speak to others' hearts. And in Luke 21, verse 26, it tells us men's hearts fell them from fear and the expectations of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven will be shaken. But it goes on down to verse 28 and it says this. Now, when these things begin to happen, it's talking about chaos. It's talking about seas and waves roaring It's talking about the um, distress, the earth being in distress of nations. It says that when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. That's two actions. Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws nigh. This is an hour for the church to be seen as a city on a hill, to be a beacon of hope and of light and of love. Let me pray with you. Father, we thank you that right here in this moment, We have been given the authority to speak peace, be still. So right over our own hearts and our minds, peace, be still. God, let your peace guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus right now in this moment. God, I thank you for every listener that there would be a clarity and that there would be an assurance that you are with them, that you have not left us, you have not forsaken us. God, that you are working out a plan. There's an unseen thread that begins to connect each and every one of us, that God, at the end of the age, we will see that there has been purpose in the process and that that process has been for our good not for our harm. God, that there is a future that we hoped for that will come to pass because you are a God of promises and you are faithful to keep your word. So Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your sacrifice that gives us that peace. We thank you for your example that you slept during the storms and that when those around you were afraid and woke you up, you stood up and you spoke peace. Be still to both the occupants and your friends on the boat and to the storm that was surrounding you. So we thank you for this today. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for a word in season with Doug Stringer and friends.